Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Boys and girls, today's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker. Head to warbyparkertrial.com forward slash campfire to order your free home try-ons today. Choose the five frames you'd like to try on, mail the frames back, choose your favorite pair to have your prescription added to, and order. Warby Parker makes your experience completely risk-free and free shipping all around. Visit warbyparkertrial.com forward slash campfire to begin your free home try-on experience today and make your eyes smile. Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire now, hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. All right, so as usual, Meryl has found someone that is on the cusp of what I kind of feel is crazy. Uh, I don't, like attract like yeah i don't i don't subscribe <laughs> to a lot of this stuff but meryl was so excited um to have this guest on this week yes uh, how did you even find this person <laughs> first of all thank you for being open-minded you're wonderful and i appreciate you going on these harebrained ideas with me and uh i had fiona also known as the persian medium on our radio show a few weeks ago, the minute our headphones came off of, off of that interview, I was like, I have a podcast called Campfire Shit Show. Can you please be on it? And so she so graciously said yes. And now we have her on in the Persian medium. So she is a divinely gifted celebrity psychic medium. She's a holistic healer, clinical hypnotherapist. She also has a book coming out really soon with Jack Canfield, who did the Chicken Soup for the Soul. She has a TV show called make impossible impossible so she has a lot going on and i wanted to maybe have her uh bust some of the myths out there about psychics and mediums today i'm very uh-huh. excited I'm so very i picked excited. her we picked her together for our halloween episode yeah this is perfect because uh i mean if, if she speaks to the dead let's mm-hmm. let's get spooky with it let's get spooky okay oh my gosh this sleeping bag is definitely haunted it's getting full Yes. It's getting full. I have There's a lot of stuff in there. Yep. I was going to have morning wood. No. No, I do not have morning wood. I have a great episode. Hey, Meryl, if you need some time alone, that's fine. I'm jumping in the sleeping bag. So here we go. Okay. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hey. Meryl. Yeah. Introduce this. 
lovely lady here. My friend Fia. Hi. Who Hi also Fia. goes by Persian Medium. Thank you. And what did you call yourself before? Uh, what, a mind surgeon? Subconscious mind surgeon. Wow. I love that. So can you, like, do you help other people go into their subconscious mind? Of course. Okay. Because our life is all about conscious and subconscious. Okay. And if you know how we use conscious to get our subconscious to get what we want, then bingo, you got the miracle from day one in your life. Wow. Okay. And even just being here recording, I want to give an insight to our <laughs> listeners that Fia definitely is able to get what she wants because this is we're in the most beautiful home I think I've ever seen. We Bo and I pulled up and I was like, like I felt like the fresh prince from Bel Air. Yeah. I was like, what just happened right now? My philosophy and my keys to success and wealth was that I want wealth because I want to help others. Okay. Yeah. So if anything come to me, I need to open another, you know, companies, hire a lot of people bring them money and anything they want in their table to make them happy and prosperous in their own life. That's funny. That's exactly why I came today. I just want your money. So can you <laughs> can you give that to me? I mean, if you really mean it, actually, I'm I, ready to take the bags of canvas. I do have a mindset oh. who yeah. basically can bring you a lot of money. All right. But what if, uh, what if we don't want to help other people? What if we just want to eat <laughs> off gold plates? We, we, yeah. were just, we were just in the mall prior to this, and we, we saw some store that had these like gorgeous gold plates or something. And I told Bo, like, if I got, if I was a trillionaire, I would just eat up the gold plates and then like throw them off the balcony. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> actually, we could do that, but as long as that's we donate, awesome too. You okay, know? yeah, I love that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's all about you, and it's all about like how you feel comfortable with. Yeah. But you know, yeah. helping others. Uh, then you want more wealth and more money and more prosperities, more success, more happiness, more love whatsoever. Just give until you receive. If you're not giving, you're not receiving. Really? Yeah. That's the law. So if you're just making, say someone is making money that almost right now they're like just getting by, would you, should they start giving just even if it's $5 a month or like how would someone even start? $1. $1. 20 cents. It doesn't matter yeah. how much. Put the energy you out have there. To. And uh, but the funny part is this is a trick for people who basically wants to get money easy and fast. Manifest money easy and fast. Um, go out, find a couple of homeless. I mean, like it could be uh, maybe about two or three, you know, homeless out there. And then give them $1, $2, or maybe $3, or maybe less than that, whatsoever you have. And believe me or not, almost two days after, or 24 hours after, you receive unexpected money from somewhere that you would never ever think that would come. Really? Yes. And is that the law of attraction or the law of like reciprocity or what? That's exactly the law of attractions, but it's not just the law of attractions. The way that you give away, you feel that you have this potential to helping other people. The way that this person receiving and whatsoever this person do with that one dollar, it doesn't matter. Maybe go and buy some, you know, beer or just like yeah. another wine or whatsoever. It's not our business. Our business is about like to have something in his or her stomach. And when something go in his and her stomach, the first things that vibrating through the energies inside of the souls of that homeless person is thank God that I got that two dollars and one dollar 
from that lady. Yeah. And I do remember the face. Oh my God, like she was so kind. She wasn't really judgmental. Oh, she just gave it to me. Oh, she was nice. She s- smells so good. I love her perfume. It's just anything, everything. So basically, the energies that he or she vibrating through what you did in a moment, in a second, that you give this $1, it will bring a lot of prosperity to your life. Oh. So you give to Mer- get. Meryl, you, you just told Meryl something she's never thought about in her whole life. <laughs> I'm like, wait, so I can give to people? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, you're a giver. I know. I know. Like I know. It is. Maybe maybe like an elephant rather than a homeless <laughs> person. But, but yeah. And it's definitely like, I think too, how much of everything that we experience has to do with our belief. Like, you yes. know, so say if like if on the ride home, like Bo and I get into a fight or, you know, something. Is it because we like we both have beliefs of like people that i love hurt me or like mm-hmm. how like when you're in a relationship mm-hmm. how much which i guess also has to do with how much we mm-hmm. how we manifest and money like we, do we get back basically what we believe we can get or what happens to us but or? you have to have enough belief of what you have in your mind if you do bully yourself and bully your own dreams and bully your own desires you're not going to get anywhere when you said, I want this, then you have to believe that it's going to happen. You're not asking where. You're not asking when. You're not asking from who. And you're not asking how. The one simple responsibilities of yours, you're just asking, I want this and I will get that. And a lot of time, I'm telling to my students, have one simple paper. Write it down that you do already have $10 million in your bank account. And if you have already, let me ask you, Mm -hmm. young lady. Yes. You have $10 million in your account. Would you want to do with your $10 million? If I wanted to ask, list it for me, what are you going to say? Okay, right off the bat, I'd buy a home in Los Angeles. Good. For $1.7 million. Good. Um, I would buy my parents a home in, they're in Pennsylvania. I'd buy them a home, maybe about like an hour away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, okay. I'd pay off my car. This is all selfish at first. And then probably, honestly, I'd probably pick maybe like eight of my closest friends, mm-hmm. you know, and then maybe give them like uh, $250,000 to like do whatever they want to do very generous you just know that's i just said a little i would put tax bit. on it okay i would tax them so oh, it yeah, yeah, comes yeah, out yeah. To oh yeah I'm, I'm thinking about that too oh, yeah gosh. and then the rest yeah. maybe some travel oh, she's a giver she's yeah. i like it yeah. <laughs> maybe some travel and uh invest it i would honestly invest a lot because i'd want maybe in like mm-hmm. 20 years it would even grow exponentially that's what exactly what i wanted to her really mm. so there's a lot of us who basically receiving money after maybe a short period of time, somehow, some business, something good, some investment whatsoever, some luck whatsoever we can name on. But the money is gone mm. almost one year yeah. after. Yeah, yeah. So somebody won the lottery and just like, okay, it was like $5 million. What did you done with that $5 million? What is gone? Well, with that $5 million, you should actually just buy a lot of assets. And let things move forward. So what rich people or successful people do, when the money came in, they're not thinking about, I need to first take a vacation, buy my Ferrari, or change my Lamborghini, or whatsoever. What they think, how can I engage 
my $3 million, that's unexpected come from some business partner or whatever, you know, come, I have to make it be $6 million in less than three months. So like, like real estate investments? Real estate, stock markets, any type of businesses. There's a lot of ways that we can do to make our money grow. A lot of us, when some money came, and especially unexpected, then we want to spend it. Why? Because, oh, I want to actually, you know, uh, hire somebody with a private jet and I would yeah. pay about like $10,000. Well, I wouldn't suggest. Well, yeah, if this person already had all and then basically wanted to change the private jet to another private jet, I would just say, okay, you can think about the models and whatsoever yeah. and the pilot. But if you never had, you still want to have more of that private jets and the pilots. So then make that money to grow that instead to have one private jet, you have two and three pilots later on. And you can rent out the jet. You can rent out the plane. Yeah. Exactly. And make money of it. So what my point is with a lot of us, a lot of people, we just think when we can get the money, when the wealth and money come to us, the only things that we think is that how we can spend it. And boom, out of sudden, everything is gone. So I would suggest to everybody, when wealth came from anywhere, everywhere, whatever, because money is energies and energies flows and you never know what happened tomorrow. And it's all about your mindset. When you say I want it, it will come. When you say I believe it, it will happen. So then don't try to spend all of it and think about it. Oh, I want this, I want that. Just say, what can I do to make this little asset became bigger? I mean, when we are sleeping, our subconscious is wide open and uh, searching all the answers that we may have questioning that day, okay? But we are not aware about it because we are sleeping completely. 10 minutes before the bedtime, so let go of all Instagram, Facebooks, uh, you know, texting back and forth, do whatever we are doing normally. And close your eyes for the moment and just say, ask yourself, the questions that you would love to have the answer in the morning for your work or something that you would love to know what to do next week with that specific person. You asking yourself and then you says, when I wake up, you telling to your subconscious, you basically telling, you bossing around <laughs> your subconscious. I boss you around now. When I wake up in the morning, the first things I want to know what should I say to that specific person? So, after you wake up in the morning, the first thing that's a bing is the answer. Did you say, why did you even think about really? it sooner? That's how most successful and phenomenal people does every night before their bedtime. Or like, and does that also work if you if you have a larger scale? Um, Absolutely. Like, and that's what, like, you know, something that I always just, I'm okay to talk about what we do. So I'm just using my own personal thing as an example is like the big thing of like, when do I know if it's okay to move to LA? You know, all that stuff. But is Everything, that something? Yes, because when you ask the questions, the subconscious trying to find true, if, if, you, if, if we just know our brain, how strong and how powerful and how amazing it is and how all those answers just right in. We're just going to use it almost 24 hours and seven days. But we just needed one person of that power. And this person, it would just like through the sleep. You're sleeping 
you're just asking. I just boss you now. I just really want to know about that mm -hmm. specific answer. Or I just want to know what to do. Can you tell me when I wake up, I just really want to know with whom, where, and how I should connect to get there as fast as possible. I want it <laughs> fast. I don't want to wait. Wow. I do like the idea of sort of giving a to-do list to the, the brain workers. Because mm -hmm. otherwise we're going to drive ourselves crazy. Yeah. Between, you know, like, our hey, brain works doing kids, other take care things. of this. Yeah. You know, and you just go, I'm going to bed. You, you get, get the it's work all, done. It's all automatically. Basically, your subconscious is just like when you send the signals, I yeah. want to have that specific answer. They need to search all those cells in your brain. They need to work on it almost eight hours whatsoever you are you fall, fall asleep. To When you wake up, you kind of really feel like, Oh my God, I feel fresh. I, s I kind of, oh, I can call that guy. Oh, I didn't even think about it. Oh, he has a connection. I forgot about the name. Oh my God, that guy in college. Mm. Oh, guys, I mean, she can do it. He can do it. Those little things, those little helpful hints can be major, major changes for your life. Yeah. I wanted, if, if we can switch yeah, gears definitely. a little bit. Yep. You're call yourself the Persian medium. Yes. So what does that entail? Because I'm so interested <laughs> in what that even could yeah. be. Yeah, we may have a lot of listeners that don't yes. even know really like what a medium is, the difference maybe between a medium and a psychic, you know, yeah. all that stuff. There's a difference between medium and psychic, correct. So I was at the age of seven and a half almost um, when I figured out that I can talk to dead people. Or better say this way, dead people can talk to me. Okay. And um, it was a scary, also very confusing um in every single funerals or place that i went together with my grandma with my mom i could feel and sense the guy or the woman <laughs> or the lady out there that just like watching around people and really like, yes and it was fun but at the same time nobody believed in me everybody was like oh my god you have to take her to the doctor <laughs> she definitely has some issues you know yeah. and was it a feeling that you were um, feeling inside yourself or like an uh, like a visual no, I could see them. You could I mean, see them. I could see, I mean, you know, my mom was almost next to me and I could see the lady who basically passed away about like two days ago and it was a funeral. And I wow. just, and I just saw her that just like standing up in front of uh, everybody, see everyone. And I could see her, but nobody could even, you know, think about her or see her, but she could see every, each of us. And it was funny because I was scared and I tried to tell my mom, Mom, I see her, I see her. And she was like, shh, stop it now. You do it again? Oh, I have to really take you to the doctor. I was like, no, I don't need a doctor. I see her, I see her. I was just like, shh, don't say anything. That's not true. You can't see anything. But then they take time for me to understand that, oh, okay, I don't know how, but I do. Like, then afterward, when I work with law enforcement, um, when they called me for missing persons, and if they was dead, they immediately connected to me and told me that we are not alive. So, and this is the place that we are. So law enforcement would contact you. Somehow, through the years, you created this uh, space where people could get a hold of you. Oh, yes. To help find, and so law enforcement started I was 15 years. You. Oh, you were uh, 15 years yes, old? Yes, I was 15 years old. W wait. You're 15 years old. Where mm -hmm. are you living at this time? Stockholm. Stockholm. Sweden, yes. And you're in Sweden. And yes. At this point, the city believes that you do actually, in fact, mm -hmm. understand and communicate yes. with the dead. Because I proved them. Wow. And they contact you and say, yes. okay, we're looking for this person. Yes. 
that person then connects with you, this this person who's missing, to tell you that they're one, they're dead, and mm-hmm. then this is where their body is. I will tell you the stories, but you guys should promise me to not cry. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I promise. I don't have Bo any. I don't have any emotions. So awesome. Yeah. Those awesome. are Virgo. So he's like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love. I love Virgo. Yeah. So um. Okay. Stop, listeners. Shit's about to get real, and the reason that I'm telling you that is because typically. I'm very skeptical of all of this stuff, but things start to get a little real. So I just want to prep you for a little bit of spooky shit. So creep on over, listen for a bit. But don't look now, it's some spooky shit. Well, I mean, I was at the age of 14 who basically uh, I decided to leave my country and my uncle uh, lived in Stockholm back then. And um, my mom really just not really into to let me go because I was the only child. I never see my dad. Um, And my mom never ever got married afterwards. No kids after me. Um, So she wanted me absolutely to be there and just like be with her. But no. I um, just really want to know myself, and that's it. So when I left my country, um, I waited um, in Arlanda, which is the air place, <laughs> the name of her plane or air place, actually, or uh, airport, uh, basically, the name of airport, uh, Arlanda, Stockholm, and waited about eight hours that my uncle would come and took me from the airport. He never showed up. Um, in the flight... I felt, I see blood, I see someone screaming, I see someone's help, and I saw somebody says my name far five or six times. It was hard to understand what is that. It wasn't clear who it was, but it was definitely somehow connected to my uncle. Um, I tried to shut it down because I don't want it to be nervous, because I knew it when I see things in my vision, which has to do with psychic abilities. That's the difference in between mediumship and psychic, and uh-huh. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit later on as well. So I could see in my visions colors and other stuff. I waited there. I came and waited there. It was like almost eight hours. Police officers look at me, and she's like 14 years old, like a teenager girl. What she's doing here and why she's still there and nobody is just like picker. So they came to me and they started kind of to communicate with me. At that time, I couldn't speak English. I couldn't speak Swedish. Oh. Nothing. So it's all I could is body language and my Persian. That's it. My Farsi language. They couldn't understand. I couldn't understand. And at the end, I was scared. And I just ran and get out from the, you know, airport. And uh, the taxi, I think the first taxi came and just like, I just, I do remember I said, hotel, 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 cheap hotel, cheap hotel. That's the only things that I said. And I think he was um, kind of like concerned, like, oh, like a teenager, 14 years, hotel, hotel, cheap hotel, what's going on? But I think I was enough panicking with my face and everything that he kind of says yes to, okay, come in, jump in. He took me to the place and um, to the nice Motel, basically, not hotel. And the only money that I had, it was enough for almost one month to stay in that hotel without food. Mm-hmm. Just a place. So I said to myself that, okay, I'm in the middle of nowhere. 
I don't know who they are. It was minus 30 degrees. <laughs> I did not have enough clothes. So basically, I froze crazy. And um, I just asked God, asked my higher powers. It's like, well, whoever you are, my God, my divine, whoever, is it, is it exactly what you wanted for me? And what are you trying to do with me? You're trying to test me, prove me what's going on. I'm in the middle of nowhere. I don't even know what to do. I have I don't have no connection with my uncles. The the only phone that I have is not working. Nobody even answering me. And please, what should I do? So basically, I went to grocery store and bought um, crackers named Vasa. Vasa crackers, which today I hate them. <laughs> 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 About like almost uh, maybe ten packages because that's the only money that I could just spend at that time. And in almost day and night, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Ugh. I ate water crackers with water. Ugh. But in my imagination was London breakfast, Italian food at lunch, <laughs> and, you know, French dinner. So, however, day 23rd, um, I was in the lobby, and I was really, really tired and felt hopeless. I look at the door and then I saw very beautiful, gorgeous young lady, black hair, kind of looked Persian, came out from the door. I was like, oh my God, finally, I may found someone that can maybe speak my language. So I ran into it and was like, do you speak Farsi? And she immediately answered, yes. So I was like, oh my God, God just sent you. So I was like, what's, going, what's going on? What's happening? So she was lawyer. 34 years, and she was there in that motel to communicate with uh, her client. And um, after she was done with her client, she came to me and says, okay, tell me more about yourself. What's going on? Immediately when she said, I saw a woman, a woman head, bloody head, bloody, bloody head. And then immediately someone just wrote it in front, Jessica, Jessica. So I asked her, I'm sorry, but I don't want you to think I'm an idiot, I'm crazy, or I have some mental issues. But do you know someone named Jessica who maybe been murdered or not alive? She was like, yes, her parents is my client, and uh, they are going to dismiss the case because they couldn't find the murder after 10 years. I was like, okay, but don't be scared. I just came to this country yeah. about <laughs> like, just in the hotel three days ago. Yeah. So, but I kind of know where Jessica is right now, and I kind of feel what exactly and where and how with whom that happened. She said, pack your stuff. And I was like, thank God, no crackers and water anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can get some food yeah. <laughs> if I get good information. So the first spirit who basically helped me to achieve my success and my work with law enforcement was Jessica. God bless her soul. So after two weeks, they found the body, the part, not, of course, after 10 years. Yeah. There's just peace or piece of it. 
and um, the family was happy at least that they got some relief. Right. So did you just think more about it and then you were able to like see deeper into what happened or? It was, no, I mean, people ask me what you were doing exactly. I was like, it's coming. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Um, and it was so hard for me to see when, you know, Jessica's mother hugged me and just like, thank you after 10 years, at least you gave us some relief. And now, we got our closure. Wow. So, and then afterward, those, of course, officers, they've been all like, <coughs> hello, like, who is she? Who is yeah. this person that just and helped us? Of course, and every time when you do and solving any crimes, you're going to be the first suspect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. because you know a lot, yeah. you know, and because you get them a lot of info. So it's like how, how do and you it know was very yeah. funny, the funniest things he said, Oh, maybe you've been together or done something with Jessica. So it's like, yeah, I was four years then. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I wasn't even in your country, sir. Yeah. And he immediately kind of like make a laugh. And so it's like, oh, okay, I was stupid. Sorry. So, but it was funny. The friend there, then my career started. But however, they said that, okay, now we need to find her some mother and father because she can be, you know, out there in um, Stockholm, Sweden, basically their social securities and people who basically were working with all the social life and other people's this is they are very very connected to women and children so they are not going to allow any children any women be out there without anything so basically they took care of me like very well uh i've been adopted by um you know swedish family uh which they don't they, they had also had like two uh, two boys uh -huh. and um uh, another girl, I think I do remember. I do remember she was also kind of very jealous of me, and <laughs> we were always fighting back and forth. But I love her, and I still love her to death. Um, so, but after six months, by going back and forth and uh, see exactly where my uncle is, um, I said to my friend, or basically that lawyer, the young lady, I said, I kind of feel that I see the name of the hospital that maybe my uncle could be there. Should we go in that hospital and just like check? So I called her, she came and picked me up, and it was almost uh, four months, four and a half months, because it takes time for the law enforcement or basically um, social uh, people to find me the place and do other stuff. So at that time, I couldn't really do so much things. I have to listen to them whatsoever they wanted me to do. Um, however, we found the hospital, we found him. He was still in a coma. Uh. That's why um, he had a car crash 10 minutes before. Shut I landed. Oh my gosh. Yes. And um, he woke up uh, almost three months after when I found him. <sighs> but it was hard for him to even remember me. It took actually another three months for him to remember me and wow. to see what happening and all this stuff. So, but what happened, my career started with law enforcement. So they loved me. They asked me a million questions, but of course I was underage, so yeah. they couldn't hire me. So basically, it was family members who basically um, wanted me to get into the cold cases and other stuff. They could pay me, you know, and yeah. you know, pay my f my mom, my dad, and you know, to taking care of me and all the stuff. But then at the age of uh, seventeen and a half, um, I started to feel like you know what, I want to have my own company, yeah. my own business. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so a young entrepreneur. Of course, yeah, you did. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, and I started actually to have my um, coaching actually company. I started my first. Um, it was actually um, 
helping a lot of businessmen, women entrepreneurs to guide them how to do with their own businesses. At the age of 17? At the age of 17. <laughs> and Love the it. funny part was I listened maybe um, one and a half years. I got about like 200 employees. And this company became super successful because three other very strong, powerful millionaire in this uh, you know, country says we would love to partnership with her so when they came so the company just like left up and then went after each other they could succeed coming to terms with this gift that you have and kind of like this you know extra sense that you're mm -hmm. tuned in with so is it the kind of thing that if you're like out and about are you seeing like a ton of spirits or so say if someone's like husband just died are you able to then no i mean no it's not it's not that way but if i i mean i'm not gonna go or i'm not even allowed to go to any funerals because I'm not going to feel comfortable. And right after, I'm going to have a lot of other spirits that come around and trying to ask like, me hey, for something. Hey, like <laughs> yeah, so I'm not going. Um, dark, dark, dark. I don't like dark places. So I never go to dark places. A lot of people hire me for hunting ghosts in their houses. Basically, a lot of uh, houses in Malibu. <laughs> and really? there's a Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, lot of beautiful houses in Malibu, actually. Uh, up to the hills, um, they heard that um, through the night, it's like I mentioned, it's like a castle, you know, that uh, someone trying to knock into the door, someone trying to take their stuff, someone trying to hurt them, even actually physically, they got kind of bruising in the body without even somebody hit them, you know. Yeah. So, and um, a couple times, I or many times, basically, they hired me to try to get rid of that spirit and... Um, leave them alone basically leave the family alone and so are you uh, at this point do you have like any nerves about communicate like angering the spirit um there is a spirit who is who basically people says oh, dangerous angry and crazy and negative and there is that is positive thank god mostly right now um, I really have some strong connection with them. And the funny part is every time when I do something for them, like example, I free Jessica's soul. I basically find closure for the family and let the Jessica really having a life that she deserved or justice that she deserved. So every time if someone come to me as a client and ask me, I need this and I need that, but I don't know how to get that. I mean, is it possible for you to pray for me? So the only things that I do is that, well, Jessica or any other spirit that I do have a strong connection with, is it possible with that power that you have, make these things happen for that young lady? Or make that contract or the producer says yes to that contract. So normally they never say no to me and they always around and they always help me wow. to let them to get the dream done. <laughs> Wow, what's one of the most like severe things that you've seen in a home? You said people scratching, or you said like what's it what's kind of something that you're like, wow, this is a, a very vocal ghost. It was, I mean, uh, it was one of the house in Malibu. Um, when I walked in, I felt that I can't breathe. Um, immediately, day because it was three of them. They tried to push me away from the door because mm. they can feel and sense that you are like them or you know them or you can catch them. So I said that there is definitely ghosts, not one, but three. And um, 
And I said, I can't even feel incense. Where? Exactly. And it was funny. I put the water in the middle of the table, the place that I knew that those energies and ghosts is around that area. So I said to the guy, just stand behind my back. Don't do nothing. Just close your eyes. And then open it right away and see what you see inside of the water. Because the guy lived in that house for a long time. So he did, and he said, oh, my God, I see blue and like a bloody red. I said, okay. So they target you because of two things. Number one, you done something or rebuilt this house. You touch some place that you shouldn't touch. You touch the wall that you shouldn't touch. And he said, yes, because when we, you know, looked down the wall, we saw a lot of marks and marks and everything. And we couldn't, we couldn't even understand, like, what is that? What means all those things? Because the house was so old. Mm. And I said, well, that's why you're getting hit now. That's why he's not leave you alone. What you have to do right now, you just look into the water and tell to the water, please leave me alone. And I will never, ever touch anything that belonged to you. But please leave me alone. I didn't done on purpose. Just leave me alone. And he did. Ten minutes after, I said, come back and look into the water again. See what you see. So just the water. Wow. No colors. No nothing. They take almost... Um, we done a lot of other stuff, of course. Uh, I detect with um, the machine that I have that I pick up the energies and which way and which place is actually is a good energy, which place is not. But after two weeks, um, he called and says, uh, Fia, I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful. I can now sleep without anybody knock on my door, hmm. without anyone take my stuff. It's like his phone was like right next to him. Two minutes later, was gone. I was like, I just saw it. Somebody hmm. just take them somebody just push it and put it somewhere and there is a life after death okay so we are not gone so we can see there is another life all right don't scare the shit out of me yes <laughs> so there's another like but is it basically like you're trapped still watching the old you and then still not like able to go to the next realm um you think you mean when someone dies yeah because it seems to me to me it always seems like ghost ghost things happen when there's like you know a young child dies or a girl hangs herself because of like a lover they are not the free they are not the free souls they're not a free soul they're not yet a free souls and then when the when, when they are not the free souls or they do have maybe something to hold in let me tell you this story which is you definitely going to feel oh very interesting <laughs> it was about 4 years ago uh, the very strong powerful business man entrepreneur walk into my office when he came in, I says, oh, my God, I see another blondie, bloody whatsoever behind him. What is going on? I asked him, what can I do for you? He said, well, I'm here just because everybody talk about you, that you're so awesome about businesses and investment and other stuff. So I just want to ask questions. I said, well, before we even start any type of questions about investment, I just want to tell you, do you have teenage son? He was like, no, I don't. I said, well, I'm definitely tell you that you have. Or, well, with all respect, I need to go. Really. I never, ever had any kids. I never got married. I No. As far as I know, I don't. And then out of sudden, the lady who just stand almost behind 
his head, said, Tell him, Rebecca, July 9. And I said, okay, how about Rebecca, July 9? He was like, what? How do you know about Rebecca? So it's like, I don't know nothing about Rebecca. I just met you. But what I'm saying, you're definitely having a teenage boy who definitely is in danger because Rebecca couldn't pass through and Rebecca's soul is still here and wanted you to find your son. He was like, that makes sense. That makes sense because she vanished after she told me that she's pregnant. And when I want to have her, she said, no, because you told me I need to do the abortion and I don't want to. And she ran away from me because she was scared if I want to, you know, right. make that things happen. Three days after, he figured out that he has a son. The son was in danger, 17 years. And guess what? week later, she called me and said, I, our DNA test come back and positive 99% he's my son. Wow. With Rebecca. And then afterward, Rebecca was gone. So And Rebecca yes, was, de- was dead? Yes. Car oh. crashed two months before this guy reaching out to me. And the way that he reached out to me, because he was very, you know, acceptic on psychic things. Mm. So what are you talking about? Like if she's a businesswoman entrepreneur, I will go and talk. But I don't care about psychic things. I don't believe mm. in those stuff. So it's like, okay. And they send it her to me, him to me, because he was like, I just really want to have an answer about my partner because this partner had to put like five million dollars and I'm this and that. So it's like sure. okay, well then shut up now for a moment yeah. and see if you do have a son or not. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so mine's the opposite. I want to come see you about my dead dog, but uh, you're like, just invest in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, so well, it was it was very it was one of the most touching, powerful moment for me because I could free Re- uh, Rebecca and I could really find the home for that beautiful, amazing, young, you know, teenager. Yeah. So I wanna ask you if you'll be honest with me, when I walked in, did you see any bloody heads? No. Okay. Thank God, no. <laughs> well, normally, if I see anything, I am tell people. I mean, like, yeah. uh, the other day, um, my assistant basically called and says, well, I, I have a surgery. I oh said, no. cancel your surgery right away because if you do the surgery, you're definitely going to be a complication. Oh. And um, it's oh not going to be God. good. That would oh freak so the fuck out. And oh my, Lord. <laughs> my, my nanny basically... Um, two years ago, she came to me and says, well, I want to do tummy talk. I says, no. The reason I'm telling you no, because I'm not feeling, I, I, I pain in my stomach right away when you said that. And I don't want you to feel ill. And all I wanted you just don't do it now. Wait until two months. After two months, it's okay. But right now, whatever you do, there's no luck. There's nothing. You are going to have complication. And guess what? She got complication three times, three more surgeries afterward still actually having things inside of the tummy to trying to drag all those, you know, blood and everything after almost two and a half years. Oh, my Lord. So it's it's crazy. Okay, so my question with that is because when, when you and I were talking about stuff and kind of the answer that you were telling me, like, don't do anything with your job until mm-hmm. next February, is mm-hmm. that something, like, that information that you're getting, is that stuff that if we practice, like, going to bed at, you know, doing mm-hmm. the 10 questions, mm-hmm. all that stuff, is that stuff that, like, we can start to get 
our own answers in terms of like asking your brain at night, like, should I do that tummy tuck? And then getting like, is there a way that we can tune in to kind of knowing about the timing of when we to do, do things? Yes, we do have certain antennas. We all have. But it depends on if, if we do believe in our gut feelings, energies and things that come around. If we do not believe, no, we can't predict it correctly. But if you do believe, then we can predict it clearly. And that's why there's a lot of people actually having a doubt. Why? What is going to happen? No, I'm just paranoid right now. No, immediately, if you want to sign any contract, if you want to even actually break up with anybody, if you want to even marry with someone, immediately, immediately, the energy is telling you yes or no. But we are not allowing us to believe in that feelings because we think that it's just, it's just the feelings. This is not just the feelings. This is the reality. If we just really control ourselves when it comes to the power of our brain, to letting that power really starting to get and hit into the stomach and to our guts and make us to believe that something is wrong. I'm so sure if something should go wrong or anything, you could really felt and sense it before. You kind of could say, oh, I knew it somehow yeah. at some point that it shouldn't really go that way. But you did not really had enough belief that what you felt was correct. When you're doubting in your feelings, then the correct feelings turn to the doubt. And doubt turn to uncomfortabilities, unlock, or whatsoever we can say. I get unlucky. Oh, my God, this and that had happened. Oh, I, I thought that I'm going to have a very strong, beautiful marriage. But now it's not. Why? Oh, because I knew it. I felt it. I saw it. But I, I just blind myself to it. Hmm. There's a lot of people to do that. Can you, um, I don't know if this is even possible, and we can cut this out of it. Mm -hmm. But is there anything that you can do? I know you've already had a session with her. Is there anything that you could do with me by asking questions or talking that would showcase your um, your abilities in any way? I don't mean to put you on the spot. And again, we can cut no, no, this no. off. I know. I know what you mean. I want to make sure that um, well, there are going to be a lot of skeptical people mm. as there are in the world, right? Mm. Is there anything that you can do with either of us that would make sense? That I, what, I, I, what I really feel about you right now feeling of doubt having what's going to happen with that specific person if it's going if it's this person come around again what should i do back and forth you know just tingling in between the past and now the past and now and you do have some sleeping problem you do have digestion issues somehow in some point some pain in the stomach sometimes i can also actually feel and sense you that you losing your own almost to believe to yourself sometimes more because you feel like I didn't have enough confidence on that. But what if that happened, you know, mm -hmm. just because you had the doubt you was on the way to say something. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was no. just going to say we had to, uh, we had to spend a lot of time in the mall restroom <laughs> prior to here. Cause he did have some digestive issues. <laughs> so yeah, yes. You were right about that. We were, we were seven no, minutes I know, late. I know that you do. I know that you trying to, you tried a lot to basically put you in the hot spot because you are a perfectionist. You are a person that wants that everything is going to be perfect. But what you do right now, stop to let everybody feel that everything has to be perfect when it comes about you. When things happen, things happen. When shit not happening, not happening. Oh, by the way, you have actually pain in your uh, left knee as well. I have a pain in my left knee? Yes. Which is the knee that, is it the left knee that, you're, that you have issues with? I don't like that you just said that. 
I the only reason I say that is because I did have some problems with my left knee. Mm-hmm. And That's I don't know how you would know that. The left knee is the knee. But yeah, had he's had issue. a crazy knee issues. <laughs> and last year, about this time, mm-hmm. it had swollen up huge. Mm-hmm. And then I was wrestling in the water in Mexico and my oh, wow. friend stepped on it oh. and it was like big and it popped internally it didn't pop externally but like all the fluid that was, that's the need all left the knee. fluid went damn yeah <laughs> i mean i i already know damn but sorry like, just because mel is just starting to talk about things and i just like sorry no, i just that's felt perfect. it this is like i have all right, to say but just promise me this if you look over at me at some point you're like oh and then also you have a brain tumor you're, oh, no, you're no. don't tell me don't worry but honestly Wait, it, would you want to know would you um, want to know here's my question no. i wouldn't want to no, know no 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 and here's my question too like uh i'm not necessarily that worried in this day and age with like, I feel like it's so easy to get scared about a brain tumor or get scared about cancer. Mm-hmm. Why have you ever even think about those stuff? I know, me too. <laughs> well, <then laughs> to begin with. That's the thing is I really try to practice like um, not living in fear of cancer or not yeah. living in fear of a brain tumor. It, like, so I guess that's like another thing with our health is that the same way that we, that you gave us some tips for manifesting money. Of course. Just with our health. Of like, course. Where even like right now it's like, okay, I may be overweight, but instead of being like, I'm going to attract, I'm going to get diabetes. You know, I've just kind of been like, nope, it's perfect the way it is right now. And it's only going to get better. Of course, of course. I mean, like we do attract everything to ourselves. I mean, like you're scared of something. It's coming to your life. Yeah, definitely. If you're scared of like um, getting divorced, if you're scared of like getting cancer, if you're getting so scared of like, you know, get caught by this and that, well, that's going to happen. So just don't be scared of anything and especially cancer i mean <laughs> we all have these cells in our body yeah we've got we yeah. get cancer throughout our lives like yeah. whether or not and then we why it. then why are we trying to activate it with our brain yeah with yeah. our subconscious i definitely think like i can look at people yeah. in my life who manifest the worst parts of things you know yeah and go well what if what if what if and, and create this yeah. thing yeah of course it's going to create something that negative energy there's no there's no such a thing as a what if you know what everything is coming through one simple way when i say that it's happening but what do you want to happen do you want to happen the happiness love prosperity success wealth mm. and anything yes. you want to happen then talk about them constantly yeah, I, i'm gonna talk about eating off golden plates yes. for the rest of my life yes Meryl. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I got Please a question. Please can give it to me as well. <laughs> I will give you the golden Yes. Thank you. Uh, is there a time, uh, of course, in everybody's job, every profession, every mm-hmm. business that we try to start, there's times where we just fuck up, right? We make mistakes or the business doesn't go the way we thought it was going to go. Is there a time mm. that you can remember uh, when being a, you know, sort of channeling that medium part of yourself that things just didn't yeah. go well yeah well i didn't like it afterward when i helped with law enforcement i was the first suspect yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because probably not what uh, you thought I mean, was gonna happen well it's not just that but you know i just i just figured out that i have to be a bitch because if, if i'm not a bitch then every single da and private investigators and all those uh, you know officers they're gonna bite me out and mm. tell me like oh how do you know about that information so yeah. this information is so person for us but we know that <laughs> and then in the olden days they would almost like write you off as a witch or something you know like people yeah. i'm sure people many women and men that have had visions in the past haven't been able to express them because they were probably deemed like mm. a freak or a witch or a, you know yeah but you know i think um i don't know if i ha- can call myself as a witch but you know if someone make me feel very uncomfortable or kind of like angry or make me to cry 
uh, I'm not doing anything. I'm not even saying anything. But day after, two days after, I figured out that something had happened to him or her. Hmm. It's not wow. that. So it's not that not I'm. Cross. No, I'm not. No, I'm not doing it. I mean, no. to be honest with you, I'm not doing it. I'm just like uh, even my even even my husband actually is scared. It's like okay, please. Don't get angry on this and don't try to be sad and hurt and whatever because, you know, this nest is like, okay, you know, because oh. my mom basically knew when I was at the age of eight. So every time when I want something, okay, bring it to her. So please just don't hurt her. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What a great power to have as and a I, kid. And I didn't even know. And it's still until now, after so many years, I still don't know. I really, I swear to God, I still don't know who is and what is that gave them some lesson almost two days after or 24 hours after. If I really get hurt, if I really feel hurt, yeah. if I really feel betrayed, yeah. or in some point, they get hurt too. It's just right away. Someone yeah. says maybe karma, but karma wouldn't really be that bitch like right away. But <laughs> I mean, sorry. Don't you also like calling yourself a Persian medium? I think it sets some people up to almost like like want to prove you wrong or like do you get that in no, your No, Persian, I mean, I love the way that my mom, I mean, the country, I don't even remember even my country because I was like I have not really too much of memories of it, but I do remember um like how lovely my family was together and even like every every places that we went. So, that's what I feel like, you know, everyone when it says I'm medium but I have to be some significant yeah. as a medium. Yeah. I am significant. I don't want to be just a medium, just no. a psychic. So I have a name and maybe the nickname of the country that I came from because I do have a look as a Persian. I do have a cat eyes <laughs> as a Persian. <laughs> yeah. So, and of course, bl- before I'd be blonde, so I was black hair, so. And I'm still trying to be blind, but I think there's a couple more things that I have to go through. <laughs> so I take time. Um, but um, what I'm saying, that's exactly what it was. And that's what I actually uh, figured out. Persian is Persian. I mean, like, it's just my root. And medium, it's something that God gave me as a gift. Yeah. And if I can't use them together and brand it, why not? So Persian medium started to be a brand. I, I love that. It makes sense. Do I remember for when you were on the radio show with me? Did you help get someone acquitted, like who did, who was not innocent or who was not guilty? Yes. Was that a case? Is that a case that you can yes. just quit, like tell yes. us about a little bit? Um, there's a lot of uh, families and um, basically uh, crime lawyers. They reach out to me, and they would like to know about um, what I can do to solve that cases because they definitely believe that their daughter, maybe their son, their father, their brother, whatever, they are not guilty. And they did not believe in that murder cases whatsoever or murder anybody. Um, the lady came into my office and says, well, what do you think? I said, not guilty for sure. And she said, well, they said guilty. I said, well, I don't care what they said. They said a lot of things. But I'm telling you, he will get out. This is there's no way because um, the lawyer already says that, you know, there's no way that we can prove that he didn't done that. And there's actually one person that said that he did. I said, but there's a lot of evidence and details that missing. And immediately I connect with the medical record of the person. And um, I said, did you guys get the medical record of the person that um, the DA basically mentioned that she's gone? No, I never got it, but the, the lawyer should. So they communicated with the other lawyer basically. And he says, like, I never had it. 
So they assume that the lady was gone, which wasn't. The lady was still alive. Oh. And um, it wasn't even in a vegetable estate, so she could talk. Wow. So then I said, you know what? I am going to investigate by myself and stay away from all your things, whatever you have. But I use my own investigator and my own power to see like if she's alive or not. So I got there, people got there, and they saw that she could talk and she basically mentioned that he didn't done that. Oh my goodness, this is this has to be a movie or like a Law yes. & Order case or something. Yes. Yeah. Law and Order. You really took the the wind out of the sails on that <laughs> of one. Of course, this a movie should be a movie or a, or a really <laughs> bad TV show. <laughs> yes, basically that was it, and it was just one simple case. There is a lot of them. Um, I wow. maybe you guys heard about Jamal True Love. Jamal is a tr- Jamal and True Love. His last name basically is a real last name. True wow. Love. True Love. So <laughs> he been arrested seven years ago in San Francisco. Um, she he was a he's a singer. Uh, he's a rapper. Um, basically, they said that um, you killed that specific person, and there was two witnesses that already said that, and the family reached out, friend reached out, and says, what do you think? It was seven years ago. I said, he didn't done that. But he's not going to get out. He's definitely going to go in for so many years because, unfortunately, we can't do anything about it right now. So they put me connect with him. We had conversation on the phone, almost in a weekly bas- basis, in a almost monthly basis, to let him know, manifest, manifest, manifest. You know, you're a rapper, just like rap and manifest, manifest, manifest. And and when I did, it was so amazing, because seven years later, he came out from the jail. They found out that he wasn't guilty. Two of those officers, they fabricate witness. Wow. Are you kidding? No, there is actually everywhere. You guys can read about that story. It's Jamal through love. You can see everywhere. They figure out that um, they fabricate, actually, <laughs> everything. And um, Camilla Harrison was the DA. Really? Yes. Kamala Harris? Yes. But but when he when Jamal got out of of jail, I mean, he's already had this practice of manifesting. So I'm sure he. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure you've helped him a lot now in his life. That's what he said. The reason that I am who I am today and the reason that I could say goodbye to my four kids for almost seven years and not doing anything. It was because of you. Other than that, I couldn't even ever, you know, find myself again. That's so crazy. through manifestations, coaching, telling him to see yourself, hypnotize yourself, how to do the self-hypno in, in the cell uh, to make sure that you will get out soon. But it takes seven years. Now they're paying him about $13 million because of the wrong decisions. Yeah. They fucked up. Yeah. And unfortunately, um, a lot of um, DA and um, other law enforcement, they are really not matching details together. Mm. And the reason they don't is because of a couple, re- couple things and a couple of reasons. They want to show that they are good. They want to show that they 
Uh, cash to crimes. Right. They, they, they have that's They're successful like, rate. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's, it's but, like but, but, but you should care if this yeah. person is innocent yeah. Yeah. or not. They don't. Putting somebody in 30 years or 20 years in jail. And do you know how many innocent yeah. you do have in California? That's why I'm actually working with organization, Innocent California, to helping them to um, took innocent Really? Yes. Mm. How many? I mean, I mean, I guess not like a, a total percentage, but do you think like 20% of people in jail are innocent or 10% or like? I, what I can actually see in sense that right now how I feel it, it's about um, almost 35%. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck? That's crazy. That is crazy. And they are really looking for freedom nonstop. Yeah, I mean that's that's our human need. That's what all of us, you know, more than yeah. want more than anything. But you should see when they come out, and then when they really hug in their families, and when they feel, you should see them like how happy they are. I mean, like yeah, because uh, Jamal was like, it's kind of almost um, impossible. I can do it. I can make it. And then the book coming out with Jack Canfield, the chicken yes. soup for the soul guy, and yes. he chose you specifically to work with next. Yes, and I do have another exclusive interview in his house, Whoa. November the 13th, Whoa. in Santa Barbara, and he's going to tell everybody why he chose me to co-author Success Strategy book and when and where people can buy our book together. Well, you're the best. You're kind of like not a shit show. You're like a really functioning, high functioning human I'm being. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to end it like that. Chanting. <laughs> 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 oh thank, my thank god! Thank you so much. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so give oh, a shout out to you. You forgot about Brian Tracy. Oh yeah, okay, that's right. Okay. The number one motivational speaker in the United States, basically. Both of them, there are, I think they are close friends. Maybe, I don't know. After I co-authored with Jack, I think Brian got jealous. Yeah. He just says, nice. why not? I want to have this sexy lady to co-author with me too. <laughs> he was thinking big. Yes. Yeah. How big, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so much. And you can, people can just Google you. Is it PersianMedium.com? Yes, it? I do have <coughs> PersianMedium.com and also AvidAdvice.com, A-V-I-D-Advice.com. Because I do have over 27,000 clients worldwide. And, of Whoa. course, none of them can call me on my cell phone kind of 24 hours and yeah. seven days. Yeah. So um, I do have a platform who basically people can call me worldwide. It can be in Australia, Canada, London, wherever, anywhere, whatever. Can you be and a ghost? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. I didn't try it, basically. You should, Actually, like a ghost not, hotline? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just... You, you just got me some idea. Ooh, hey, yeah. no, we yeah. actually just bought that idea. So if you'd like to use it, we can Dude, totally. That's awesome. I like the idea of like on a podcast having a segment where like GoDaddy.com. Let's GoDaddy.com and just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. GhostDaddy.com. GhostDaddy. Okay, well, we love you and we're obsessed with you. You're awesome. Thank you. We really, really, really appreciate you. No, I'm really thankful and grateful for you guys to be here. Thank and um, sorry if I talk too much. No, no we love we it. Love it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Sometimes when I start, I can't stop. But um, however, but you guys being very good to cut me. No, <laughs> and kind yeah. of tell me, okay, next, okay, next, okay. That's what next, she sees us as. Next, 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 yeah, next, we're nexters. Next. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I love this tact. And yes, PersianMedium.com, AvidAdvice.com, and AvidAwakening.com, which is my actually wellness center in Newport Beach, 
which I do have a one year waiting list to see me. <gasps> you do? And, oh my gosh. Yes, I do. And it's You're so awesome. cool and amazing. And people coming from um, other countries, wow. and especially when they stay in that hotel. <laughs> um, it was funny the other day, the girl said that the owner of the hotel want to see you. She's Whoa. like, why? She's, and the guy said, do you know how many people from outside or from you know other countries they came here and after I asked them why are you here they said that I want to see Persian media. Wow! So I'm just really serious and curious at who you are. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? Uh, that people came from other countries to see you. That's so awesome. Like, they come in. They stay in the hotel and eat nothing but crackers just so they can. No. Afford to see you. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. But no hotel in airport. Come on, baby. Those hotels they are nice. I mean, they they definitely not selling crackers for less than. Fifty dollars yeah, each. Right? Each. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Thank you you're so awesome. much. I love what just happened in the past know, fifteen minutes. You get like me these. Too. Like, you're you're silly. That's the other thing too. You're in a good way. You're very silly. I love it. I love I it. Love Thank it. you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Love you all. Bye. <laughs> Huffer, did you know that you could get one free extra month of BarkBox at getbarkbox.com slash campfire? What is that, you ask, in dog language? Well, you get four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. Every month, BarkBox Paw picks the best all-natural treats and toys to match a dog's unique needs. I know Arrow only likes inanimate objects that are shaped like ships and yachts and tiki-themed. <laughs> They're a great way to, to try a variety of treats and toys from local and small businesses you may not otherwise be aware of because you's an idiot. Also oh, dumb. Dumb. The box is shipped to your door, and all edibles are made in the U.S. and Canada. Good. We don't like dogs in China. And they will replace the items that your dog doesn't like. So go to getbarkbox.com slash campfire. Wow. All right. Listen to me. I. How's that left knee feeling, Bob? <laughs> huh? <laughs> that was really freaky. Now, you had not t- discussed anything like Zero that Zero percent. Nope, I promise. And I wasn't rubbing it. Because my knee is better now. Really? Yeah, it's better. Weird. So I, there was no, there was no like, oh, I'm feeling my knee or touching my knee. There was nothing like that. No physical cues, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that is fucking weird. Can you also just explain to the people what even the environment that we were? Okay, in? so I was gonna actually say, um, when Meryl set this whole thing up, she said we have to go up there in in Laguna Niguel, and I was like, oh, okay, that's nice, nice area, lots of rich houses and things like that. But I didn't really understand what we were getting into. And I, I never really like going to someone's house that yeah. I don't know. Right. Right. Um, and we pull up and there's like five cars in the driveway. It's this huge fucking mansion. Yeah. It's like honestly house. a legitimate mansion. Yeah. And the, the walkway, <laughs> just the, the, I mean, it feels like you're out of a photo shoot for like yeah. a lifestyles of the rich and the right, famous right. kind of thing. I was waiting for MTV to come out and be like, sweet 16. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, we walk in. I mean, first off, they're so gracious as hosts. They're yes, amazing. The nicest, most sounds. We record. People. We get to know them. They're very nice. They have this huge spread of food when we first arrive in, in all these bowls and in, in the foyer. Very hospitable. Very much. And then after, she's like, "Oh, we gotta make you some food. We gotta like, you need some real person food. I love making food. We're gonna do this." I'm like, "Oh boy, this is turning into a whole day." Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, we'd already recorded for quite a while. Right. And. Uh, we go into the kitchen and they got three kids running around. There's a housemate, or like a, uh, a housekeeper, um, her husband. Everyone's so kind and wonderful. And 
the kids, I guess, had wanted some food, too, and they left the house to go get it and came back. So as they were plating things to put out <laughs> for us to eat, I noted that <laughs> one plate was just filled with wrapped taco bell tacos <laughs> just taco bell tacos yeah so <laughs> on the nicest plate on the most beautiful uh, yeah. plates on this like fine under the China. chandelier that yeah. was probably like worth more than my entire life savings <laughs> <laughs> this custom kitchen and i look over and there's there's pizza on one and taco bell on another and i was like this is amazing this is exactly how i would live yeah if i was super rich i would put taco bell on a plate right. and be like come on over guests we've got the taco bell part down thank you so much fia for coming on yeah it was it, she really was so amazing so uh yeah i mean what else to say i mean you, you heard it she's fucking connected to something I know. and now you may be changing my opinion about this shit Ooh, probably not though probably not what a halloween <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get out of here bye bye this episode of campfire shit show was produced by bo hufford and meryl Klimo. it was edited by bo hufford and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director me pb and j if you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week Email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow. And please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Good night, kids. Sleep tight. There was a moment, honestly, where... I was drinking tea and you were drinking tea. They'd given us the tea, right? And I was like, okay, these guys are really nice and we're in this big house and we don't know anybody, but like it kind of freaked me out, right? And she said, oh, don't drink that tea. Oh, yeah. And she switches the tea for a darker tea. She said, this is better. And I was like, that's how like a lot of human sacrifices. I was start. Just like, oh, wait, yes. well, what's in this tea? I know. Well, what's in that other tea? And when I was listening back to the episodes, how she was saying that she knows so much about the crimes that they like start to suspect her. Yeah. I was like, wait, what if like this is really? How I, I was like, I don't. Then, I, yeah. I, there was a moment where I was like, I, should I drink this tea? I mean, they were so great. <laughs> right. But it's it's just the, cr- the, the crazy in me that I was like, I uh, know. Uh, right. Oh. I love Persians. <laughs>